Welcome to Master of Me Podcast. I am your host, Leah Rasmussen. Today's topic is a little bit around prioritizing and a little bit around work-family balance. I get a lot of people that struggle with the work-family balance, especially with the women that I connect with who also work either from home or out in the workforce in the corporate world. And the thing that I have recognized as I've transitioned um, inside of this dynamic space of being at home and a working mom from home is that there was a time when I really did not know how to do this well at all. And I still struggle sometimes with this but I'm getting better. So I'm excited about that. I remember having goals and writing them all down and being excited about everything my family would be able to have and get to do and the possibilities and the opportunities because of some of the extra income that would be coming in from the work that I was doing. I also want to recognize and remember the distinct feelings of accomplishment that were very different inside of the workforce than they were inside of the home. At home, it felt like, and still sometimes feels like, there is no end to the laundry, or there is no end to the meal prep and cleanup, or there is no end to whichever, fill in the blank, right? Uh, You do something and you do it again the next day, and you do it again the next day, and It's not like, I mean, you clean up a room and you vacuum it, whatever, and the kids come through and it's a write-off again, right? And we're working on that with the kids, on them picking up after themselves and such, and making it a family contribution versus a list of chores always. It's just you're part of the family and you live here, so let's work together, right? But having said that, I have gone through this struggle myself, and so I have a little bit of an understanding of how difficult it is to find that so-called balance between life, um, work, and family life. So I thought that we would discuss that today, and I wanted to bring in a couple of quotes as well from some great people. So to get started, Let's start with uh, the quote, family is not an important thing, it's everything. And that was a quote from Michael J. Fox. This is something that I had to relearn the hard way. I got caught up very quickly inside of doing my work at home. That was my career work. And I got caught up in that because I could set goals, I could put work and effort in, and I would get response back. And I was feeling accomplished, and I was feeling alive, and I was feeling excited about this. And it was all on me. If I put in the effort, I got to see the response, and I didn't have to rely, per se, on a lot of other people to get this. And so that was really exciting for me because I can be an impatient person, which has its benefits. I can can accomplish a lot of things in a short amount of time. 
Having said that, I also, <laughs> man, this podcast is going to have a few of my weaknesses pointed out in it, which maybe actually, oh, that's a good idea. I think I'll give you guys a fun exercise to do with that now that I think of it. Okay, so um, I have this theory, this idea, and it's worked well so far for me, so maybe you'll enjoy it as well, that our strengths are often also our weaknesses. So for example, like I said, uh, or our weaknesses can be our strengths. So as I said, my level of impatience, I use it to benefit me in accomplishing a lot of things in a short amount of time, which works well when I'm just counting on me. It does not work well if I have to work with other people and go with their time frames. So that's when it becomes the weakness, right? Um, something else that I do is I can get laser focused on a task and that's part of how I accomplish it really well is I can block everything out and I can just get really deep inside of the task and um, just get it done. So this really helps with me being able to accomplish things. The downside is, is that if the task takes a longer time period, I'm blocking out other things that are important, like keeping up with some of the things that I need to do to run a household, right? And those are things that I should not feel. Sometimes I do feel like I'm kind of stuck in this rut of having to do the same thing every day and I get sick of it. But as I talked about in our last podcast and choices is, is that I recognize that I'm not stuck as long as I remember that I made those choices and that's part of the commitment, right? So we talked about that in the last podcast. So I've had this experience where I was starting this new job from home um, and I was doing really well and I was having success and I was loving it. However, my family was not loving it. They felt like I was in a different world, pretty much. I remember one of my kids just kind of making the comment, Mom, you're always on your phone. Or you never listen to me, right? Those are the types of comments that kind of break your heart because you know they're true. And then you have to come to that spot where you say, okay, but I'm doing this for you. And really, I mean... I say that and I wish that that were true and parts of it is true, but I think that the bigger payoff was really for me at that moment, right? For me, it was really what it was filling inside of me, which was that need to feel like I was accomplishing something and seeing a change and a difference and some of those other experiences. And so as much as I want to believe that it was just an all for the kids. It really wasn't. And so it's that honest, true look at um, your actions and what is the real meaning behind them, right? What's kind of the deeper reason you're doing them? And like I said, that can be a little bit painful sometimes because we are a little bit selfish by nature, right? But I liked this quote, family is not important thing. Sorry, family is not an important thing, it's everything. And I like this because it's one of those things that brings you back to 
ground yourself to recognize that the most important things in life are family and what would be the point of all the successes and all of the rewards and accolades or whatever it may be if you had no one to share them with i was terrified that i would wake up one day and realize that my kids had grown up without me there and i would be coming to them and saying hey let's go and do this and we can go and do that and we have fun with this because we've got some extra money to play and they'd say actually i already have plans <laughs> Right now, luckily, I caught myself before we got to that stage um, and I was able to do a reset. But the idea keeps me grounded. Right. Um, because relationships are built over time, you can't make up that time by trying to create something else that is just going to be the big wow factor for them. So I had to come up with a way to make sure that. I was putting my family first and one of the things that comes along with that and my husband will love this as well there's a quote from Zig Ziglar he says many marriages would be better if the husband and the wife clearly understood that they are on the same page and I love that so those two quotes kind of go in line with this so when you're looking at setting yourself up for success and balance inside of work family and self-care and all of that stuff what i would recommend and what works for me is is if i take my calendar and i open it up and i schedule in a couple blocks of time that are just for me to be able to rejuvenate and to be the best person that i can be so i need to put those in first because if I don't fill myself up, then I have nothing to give. So I put in time slots where it's me time. And I don't need a ton of that every day, but I do need a little bit. So I put that time slot in. And that's generally when I um, go to the gym in the morning and do some uh, mind work and just spend a little bit of time for myself. Then the next step is to look and see where can I schedule time with my husband because I want my children to know that he comes first and our relationship is stronger because of that and they have a stronger sense of their um, their safety in the world knowing that mom and dad are together and um, have the same goals and working together on that so that's important to me and so in the ideal and some days I've been better than others, I have to be honest. But in the ideal is when I set up my calendar at the beginning of the week and I put in those time slots for myself, then I put in time slots for when I can spend time with my husband, we can do a date night or something like that. And then looking at the kids' schedules and deciding, okay, which events can I be at and which ones are not as important, right? Because I still have other things to do, so you have to pick and choose, right? And after I've done those, then scheduling in my online calendar for my coaching clients to be able to select their time slots. So everything then is already set in order in a priority for my life. So when somebody says, hey, can you do this? And I open up the book, I am not going to steal time from myself. I'm not going to steal time from my husband. I'm not going to steal time from my kids. And I'm not going to necessarily steal time in 
um, work either because I need to have at least a certain amount of time where I'm working in there as well to be able to have that growth that I'm seeking and needing to fulfill myself in that area. But by doing it in this order, then on top of that, I can have the opportunity to add in extra spots and know where I can uh, put those slots in. And learning, it, it was really hard for me to learn this and I'm still working on this because we're all a work in progress, right? None of us are perfect and I hope you don't expect me to be perfect because no one is perfect. So no matter who you are learning from or who you are getting um, little uh, tips and tricks or little nuggets of wisdom from, um, they are not going to be perfect, right? And I recognize that, that all of these people that I read their books or I listen to their podcasts is I recognize that these are humans that have struggles and um, to me, that makes it more real. That makes it more exciting for me because then I know, okay, well, if they were able to accomplish these things with their own struggles, then that means that I can too. So I hope you don't <laughs> expect perfection from me and um, I won't expect it from you. So maybe we can make a deal on that. And I hope too that you guys will recognize as the podcasts continue that I get better in my podcasts because we're all a work in progress. And so I'm excited to be able to keep getting better and giving better um, conversations and content to you. So that's kind of the layout that I have found works for me is to set things up is write a list of what your priorities are, number them, and then fill your calendar according to those, right? And learning the word no, that's really powerful because if you don't protect your time slots, Everyone and anyone will have the opportunity to fill those time slots for you. So be sure to protect your time slots because we have little time. And when I say little time, I feel like life is short. And so much of it can be spent in such great places. And so often we can get sidetracked and lose time. And one of the things with losing time is we never can ever get that time back. And so for me, it's important to use my time as effectively and efficiently as I can so that I can make the most out of my life and really have a purpose-driven life. So as I mentioned earlier, when I had that little pop of an idea, um, okay, so strengths and weaknesses. So I created a strength and weakness um, it's kind of like a filter, I guess you could say. It's a matchup is what it is. So what I did is I created a list of my strengths, a list of my weaknesses, and then I created a matchup. Which strength could assist what area of weakness? What area of weakness um, is maybe a humbling experience for that area that is really strong? So I, met, I created a matchup program for myself, and you might have fun with this as well, but just creating a matchup to see where you can utilize your strengths and match them up with a weakness to help you to have a little bit of improvement in that area, right? I love that. So I'm gonna give you an example just of one of mine. So one of mine, I'm trying to think, I don't actually have it here with me. Um, I think that, I'm trying to go off memory here, I think that one of them was uh, the strength of being able to be confident in talking to people. 
and that's a strength. Um, and a weakness, or it can be a weakness in the sense that I can over talk sometimes, right? And not give other people their turn. And so if I wanted to match up a strength with a weakness, my strength was talking and being able to um, have confidence in myself in that. And I could use um, the weakness side of it, so the weakness side of not being able to, not using my listening. So one of my other strengths that I matched up with the struggle to listen was my creativity. So I decided, okay, so if I am creative with my mind while I'm listening to them, whatever they're telling me, I can kind of create a picture of that and be able to really understand and know where they're coming from. And so that is a way that I used a strength, which was my creativity against the weak side of talking <laughs> and creating a space for, for practicing my listening, right? Um, so that one's kind of a fun one. And I had a bunch of different ones that were matching up. It's kind of like that school project where you have the list of um, matchups on one side and another, and then you've got the little pencil marks all between all of them of which ones match. So that's kind of how it ended up looking. But have fun with that. I'm going to wrap this podcast up now and just leave that one with you. So when you're thinking about family, when you're thinking about your priorities, when you're thinking about how to create balance, something's got to give. Just remember that. Something's got to give. We all only have a 24-hour period. And it's up to you to use your ability of free will to choose how you want to spend that time. Choose what's most important to you. Put your priorities in your calendar first of what's most important to you and then fill in the other time slots with the other things. And that is one thing that I think will really make a big difference for you. Now, I think I mentioned this in one other podcast, but I'll just double up here and mention it well, is there's the three Ds. Do it, delegate it, or dump it. That is something else that really helps if you feel like there's still not everything fitting in. Um, on the lower end priorities and that, you can look at them and either decide if you're going to do it and where it will be scheduled, if you're going to delegate it to somebody else, if someone else can do it, or if you're just going to dump that. So I hope that that helps. I hope you have an enjoyable day. And thank you so much for listening today. Please, uh, if you have any comments or questions for me or you'd like to connect with me and um, reach out and have a coaching session with me, I would love to connect with you. You can find me on masterofme.ca. Have a great day. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.